This isn't Grandma's radio show. We talk about slobber knocking fights. Grounded pal. Rear naked chokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe well, this I'm officially back. Sucker Radio back for your listening pleasure this week. I've had a couple weeks hiatus here. One week I took off because of holidays. And then the next week, boy oh boy was I ever sick. Um, came down with a nasty, nasty cold, maybe the flu, a bit of a super cold. And holy crap, have we had uh, some MMA stuff go on over the past couple weeks. So I'm a little upset that I missed out on chatting with you guys over the past two weeks. But I'm back now and uh, we can catch up on that in just a few minutes. So yeah, Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com as well as our friends over at LastWordOnSports.com. Make sure you check them out for everything sports-related right after you listen to this podcast. I've got one guest for your listening pleasure today, Cord Crothers. He's the president. He's the owner of Prestige FC. Um, They're an organization based out of Canada in Saskatchewan, and I'm going to chat with him about his upcoming card, Prestige FC 2, which goes down uh, March 12th. They had their first show, first pro show uh, last year in October, and they're back at it, and they hope to have a couple events this year, maybe three events this year, and then moving forward into 2016. They've got some big things going on. They're live on the Fight Network for this upcoming event, and uh, should be good. So enjoy that interview in a little bit here. But as I said, we had some big stuff go down over the past couple weeks, uh, starting with Ryzen, uh, the New Year's Eve card, King Mo winning the heavyweight tournament, bringing in some big bucks. He won three fights, brought in something like $300,000 or something like that, and uh, claiming his stake in Japan, as he's done in the past with Sengoku and whatnot. Also, of course, the return of Fedor absolutely starched Jadeep Singh. And uh, you never know, we might see Fedor versus King Mo uh, in the future. Mo is sort of prodding or plotting for that fight, and uh, hopefully it goes down. At the beginning of this year, the very first pay-per-view card of the year, UFC 195, we saw Robbie Lawler retain his welterweight title against Carlos Condit in a very, very very close split decision. Um, lots of people scored it for Carlos Condit. Others scored it for Robbie Lawler. That's the way the ball rolls when uh, you leave it in the judges' hands, as they say. This one kicked off the year, and a lot of people had it as fight of the year already. But guess what? There was another card later on in the month, just this past weekend, which I'll get to in a little bit. But the coming event at UFC 195, Stipe Miocic pushed himself that much further to becoming the number one contender in the UFC heavyweight division. He went over, you know, he yelled outside the cage, that belt is mine, the number one contendership is mine. He TKO'd Andre Arlovsky 54 seconds into this fight. So uh, if you're not looking at Stipe Miocic as a big thing in the heavyweight division, then you need to get your head on straight. 
As I said, another big fight happened just this past weekend, and it was a sort of a Cinderella story. This guy, Dominic Cruz, man, ACL surgery after ACL surgery after ACL surgery after groin tear after the guy just couldn't catch a break, finally gets back inside the cage against TJ Dillashaw to try and get back the belt that he never lost. Guess what? As you know, if you're listening to this and you're an MMA fan, obviously you know he did. And in my opinion, he did absolutely enough to earn that title. Originally, I scored it 49-46, Dominic Cruz. I've watched it a few times since, and the worst I can score it is 48-47, Dominic Cruz. I, I do not see a way TJ Dillashaw wins this fight. So we don't know. You never know with the UFC whether they're going to do that instant rematch or what. But Dominic Cruz has that bantamweight pa- championship wrapped around his waist and boy does it make things interesting with Uriah Faber in the looms whether they do Uriah versus TJ Dillashaw Uriah Dominic Cruz number three which was supposed to go down before who knows but it leaves a lot of options open the co-main event at UFC Fight Night 81 Eddie Alvarez defeating Anthony Pettis by a split decision This one was lopsided. Eddie Alvarez had his way with Anthony Pettis. He proved that, you know what, a wrestler that takes Anthony down is going to have his way with him, and and that's what happened. That is exactly what happened. Not only these two fight cards and Ryzen happened, but also we had some serious fight announcements. UFC 197 was made official. Conor McGregor steps up in weight to take on Rafael Dos Anjos for the 155-pound title. And Holly Holm will return to the cage to defend her UFC women's bantamweight strap, not against Ronda Rousey, but instead against Misha Tate. So some fun fights at UFC 197. I don't really want to talk about much else, but before we get to my first guest, Cord Crothers, I'd like to thank my sponsors. As always, floathouse.ca. Make sure you check them out. They're, they do everything for sensory deprivation tank needs. If you don't know what sensory deprivation tanks are, you've probably heard it on the Joe Rogan Show, but head on over to the MMASucca.com YouTube page. That's YouTube.com slash MMASucca. Uh, scroll through the videos, and you'll find a, what about Float House. And uh, we did a little mini documentary with those guys. Also, ProAmBelts.com, these guys, if you need a championship belt needs, a custom belt, uh, you can put your own logo, wording, on their real metal belts. So, these things are pretty crazy. They do rush orders completed within two to three business days, and they're located in Ohio, United States. This isn't something happening overseas. They're in the United States, and they do everything custom championship belts. So check them out, proambelts.com. And our latest sponsor, True North Screen Printing. At True North, they've expanded their manufacturing facilities in every step of the way. These guys are located in Vancouver, British Columbia. I believe they're on Clark Drive. And they have in-house screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, and laser cutting, which has helped them manufacture quality clothing and promotional items for many, many clients. That means that they get to have complete creative control every step along the way of the process. As I said with ProAmBelts.com, True North Screen Printing is 
all done in-house. They are not shipping out overseas to India or Pakistan or something like that to get their t-shirts printed for really, really cheap and then getting it back to you. This is all done in-house. These guys love screen printing and, and that's what they do. So check them out at truenorthscreenprinting.ca if you're in the lower mainland and uh, get yourself some wicked stuff printed. MMA Sucka will actually have some t-shirts out later this week, early next week. Um, Star Wars themed MMA Sucka logo. So have a look out for that. Those are our three sponsors we'd like to shout out. And this interview with Cord Crothers is brought to you by Unique Kennels. These guys have been breeding bulldogs for the last 25, 30 years. So check them out on Twitter, at UniqueKennels71, if you're interested in a beautiful little brand new bulldog. Without further ado, here's my interview with Cord Crothers. Joining me now is the man behind Prestige FC. He's known as Cord Crothers. This is the first time this guy's been on Sucker Radio. Thanks for joining me today, Cord. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. For sure. Now, a big fight coming up for you guys, uh, March 12th, back in Regina, Saskatchewan. How stoked are you to get back uh, inside the cage, um, have your promotion out there for uh, 2016, man? You know, it's really exciting to have the pro shows going here in Saskatchewan now. You know, we did the amateur scene for a long time while the government was catching up to us and getting the commissions in place. But now that we have a pro circuit and prestige is leading the way in Canada, it's fantastic to be in our home province and now in our home city of Regina. Yeah, let's backtrack a little bit. You you put on the first prestige pro show October of last year. Um, it, it went fairly well from from what I saw and, and from what I heard around the Canadian scene. You guys did a, a put on a great show. Now, take us back and just let us know how everything came to be because I know, as you said, you, you were running amateur shows and whatnot, um, and, and you've had a big stake in the Canadian mixed martial arts scene up until this point. Just talk about how you got to the point of where Prestige is now and, and picking up pro shows. Sure. Well, in Saskatchewan, there was no pro body. You, you couldn't do pro boxing, pro fights, pro wrestling, any of that stuff. It was all amateur because there was no body. So, you know, shows like ours and others were doing a really good amateur show, but again, there was nothing overseeing it. So there were some really sleazy promoters came in and, you know, you could do what you want. It was the wild, wild west, you know, not protect the fighters, not have medicals, miss the weight classes. Terrible things were happening. So we fought for a long time to get a commission in, and we worked with the government. And when that happened, it, you know, it shut everything down. And when the new law came in a couple of years ago and the new bill passed in Canada, um, it changed everything. And then everything got shut down in Saskatchewan while we worked on a provincial body with the government. It took two years, from 2013 to, to uh, September of 2015. Uh, when it didn't happen, we were the first to get the license in the province, along with the UFC and another company here in, in the province. So there's only two local licenses right now. So we launched the show. We did a pro show. It is all pro now. And uh, things were huge for the first out of the gate. Was there any, within that two years, was there any like, oh my God, were there huge roadblocks or what? Yeah, you know, it was supposed to take three months to get done with the government. And you know how that goes. Three months turned into three years or two years. Uh, we were one of the few companies that stuck with it, stuck with the government, walked through legislation and, and stuck with it. It was tough. We almost folded a few times also. You know, we couldn't do any shows. We had no money coming in. And, and we were becoming almost irrelevant. You know, when you're not doing shows, it's hard to keep in the public eye. 
but we, we persevered. We fought through it. We changed the law across Canada, and, and now we came out on the other end uh, bigger, brighter, and, and hopefully more successful than ever. Was there any thought in changing the name? I mean, Prestige was the name when you guys had your amateur shows as well, correct? Yeah, no, it's always been our name. We, we love the name. We own the name. It's, it's who we are. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, and Scott Zur actually contacted me wanting to get your input on this as well, and and I've actually talked to quite a few Canadian promoters out there to get their opinion on Patrick Cote's recent comments about the Canadian mixed martial arts scene, and, and basically his quote that he, he told Fox Sports was, we don't have any serious organization to build the next generation. That's the biggest problem here. Now, I saw you on Facebook this past weekend, and obviously as a Canadian, you were cheering for Patrick Cote. You're a big fan of his, obviously. But what are your thoughts on that comment? Sure. Well, first of all, Patrick's a close personal friend of, of mine and of uh, a lot of us here in Saskatchewan. I've known Patrick for a lot of time. Uh, he's a fantastic uh, fighter and a fantastic human being. Uh, you know, he makes some valid points, and, and, and uh, you know, there's two sides to every coin. So the Canadian market has dropped off, no question about it. Um, is it because of not enough promotions? It, it is partially. Um, but that, then again, it's also hard to have the promotions when – you have things going against you. You know, you take Ontario, for instance, when the commission that was set up in Ontario was set up for one reason, to stop MMA from happening. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're not there to promote the sport. Now, we have a new commission here in Saskatchewan who is doing an amazing job. They followed the California commission and the British Columbia commission too, and they worked with us all the way along the way to help build the rules and regulations, and they're doing great, you know. Um, so with that happening, you're going to see probably more mom and pops uh, shows pop up in the Western prairies, hopefully. And, uh, you know, in Canada, if it's not hockey, it's not, it doesn't count. It's always been the rule, always will be the rule. But we're trying hard with a company like Prestige. When MFC was going, uh, big companies that want to do right and make it a business, we think we can bring this back full swing. Is there more fighters than promotions? By far. Um, you know, there you can have... 200 promotions doing shows every weekend and still not get everyone fights. But, uh, you know, Patrick made some points there. They're valid points, but I think companies like prestige, I think we're going to do our best to change that for sure. Uh, there's some great talent in Canada and, uh, you know, every day you're getting new fighters coming out of every province. Now it seems like a lot of the, a few of the promoters that I spoke to the, the number one thing they're saying is that, the thing that people don't talk about out there is the fact that promotions are actually losing a lot of money when they're putting on fights, and it's tough for them to bring in, um, you know, the big-name talent. And you guys seem to be doing that. Do you think that's because you're sticking in Regina and, or in Saskatchewan and you're not trying to, you know, travel around all of Canada doing your thing? Do you think that's the reason why you're going to be able to be sort of a mainstay? You know, that's one of the things we've always said, and, and my, my statement's never changed in, in, in 10 years. Listen, the reason these companies don't work is because they're not promoters. They don't treat it like a business. It's these guys. It's like me saying, "Hey, I'm going to become a truck driver tomorrow." Well, what the hell do I know about being a truck driver? Absolutely nothing. Am I going to succeed? No, I'm going to fail. And that's how 90% of these promotions work. Guys that uh, worked out in the gym, maybe had a, a couple of buddies that owned a nightclub. And thought, hey, we can do this. We love the UFC. Complete stupidity is what it is. The successful shows like the, like the Mark Pavlich and like uh, a battlefield out in, in, uh, in BC, these are shows that have been around a long time, making money, prestige and doing a good thing. 
we have a three-year plan to be where we want to be, and, and we're going to continue to grow every day and every month to get to that plan. It's a business. It's not a hobby. It's not a, hey, I think it's cool this weekend. So it's a business. Treat it like a business, and we should be fine. And, and that's what we're doing. Is it tough, though, to bring in these guys from outside uh, the country to, to fight for you guys? I mean, obviously, Mike Biggie Rhodes was a guy that you guys brought in for the first show. Um, is that going to be something that you guys try to do more and more? Because I know it is tough for Canadians to find fights out there, especially the ones that you're trying to bring onto your cards, because these guys have names and, and they've got records that some of the Canadians out there don't really want to fight. And, and, and there's the second point of Patrick's statement. Um, that, that I want to touch on. We're going to bring in the best talent we can get from the, around the world. It costs me the same to bring a guy in from California as it does from Edmonton. It costs me the same to bring a guy in from Brazil as it does from Quebec. You know, the world's a small place when it comes to travel these days. So what's the real question of why things might be slowing down in the Canadian market? Well, part of it is fighters. There, there's very few fighters, uh, actual fighters out there guys that want to fight when they're called upon they want to better themselves and they want to move up you see a lot of it here in saskatchewan and 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 they they want to test themselves it's not about having to win every single fight they want to get better to get to that but right now uh 80 of the guys fighting think they're going to the ufc and going to go to the ufc you have to have a winning record and to have a winning record you can't take any chances and so on and so forth and then next thing you know there's a hundred guys in Canada trying to get a fight and, and promoters aren't putting them on cards because they don't want to take a real fight. Now that's not, we're not saying we're doing that. We're saying we're, we're offering the fights to anyone in Canada that wants them, that can step up, that wants to make the move. Some of the guys are stepping up. Some of the guys aren't. And, and you're going to see who weeds themselves out over the next little while. Yeah, it definitely looks like it from this this upcoming card you guys have going on. I mean, you got big name big name talent from from top to bottom. You've got guys from all over Canada, from the United States as well. It's a very exciting time for uh, mixed martial arts in Canada, especially for these guys that can't seem to find fights at other shows. And I mean, a guy like Micah Brakefield, for instance, who's from up here in BC, good friend of mine, actually. And, you know, his record doesn't show all that he is. He's six and six. He's holding a 500 record. Um, He's fighting this guy who's undefeated. And and you might think, oh, it's a, a complete mismatch. But Micah's record's that way because a lot of guys won't fight him. And the guys that he does fight, I mean, they're coming up with victories out of their asses, basically. The guy puts on heck of a performance, fight in, fight out. And despite his record, he still has a tough time finding fights. So it's great that you guys are doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know, that's what we want. We want to be the, the premier league in Canada. We think we're leading the pack by far right now. We're going to continue to grow and bring on the best athletes we can. And the guys are going to have an opportunity. If you're in Canada and you want to fight and you want to get noticed and you want to fight on a big card, we're the guys to call. We want to hear from you. We work with camps. Over the last 13 years I've been in this, I've been lucky enough to build relationships with some of the best camps in the world. And that's who we like to work with. Guys that you can trust, guys that you can call up their managers and coaches and, and get guys on the card. Guys that want to fight. And, and girls, too. You know, Obviously, we support the ladies and uh, want to have more of that on our cards. It's, uh, if you want to fight and you want to fight in Canada, you want to fight for prestige FC. Do you think that because you're only this is only your second fight card, you guys still are sort of flying under the radar in terms of uh, guys knowing the name? No. You know, right now we have a list of over 200 guys trying to get on this card for March 12th. We have too many fights on the card as it is. <laughs> uh, the commission wants us to narrow it down. There is no, no problem getting fights. 
it's a matter of, you know, making guys see reality. You know, it's, it's a business, uh, who's fighting, what we can pay them to stay in business, what we can afford and what they can afford to fight for. It has to be fair to all sides. And uh, if you ask anyone that's ever fought for procedure, been involved in our amateur or pro shows, they're going to tell you, we hope they're going to tell you, and we think they do, they've never been treated better by an organization outside of prestige. Great to hear. Now, I, I, I listened to an interview with uh, yourself and James Lynch, actually, uh, a few weeks back, and and from the sounds of it, you guys are going to be airing live on the Fight Network. Is, uh, is this still the case? Absolutely. This is a huge momentum step here in Canada. Uh, outside the UFC, this hasn't been done. You know, we're going live, not tape delayed. We've all been tape delayed on the Fight Network ourselves and every other promotion, you know, taped and then showing a few weeks later. We're doing a live show. Robin Black, John Ramdeen, Rod Peterson all doing commentating for us, and the show is live. So it's our first kick at the cat live. We're really excited, and uh, I think we're going to put on a great product. How many fights, I mean, you said you wanted it narrowed down um, in terms of the overall product, but how many fights are going to be shown live on, on the Fight Network? We're still working on the details of that. I can tell you there's going to be 14 fights on the card. Uh, all of them won't be shown on the Fight Network Live. We'll, we'll go to the main card, and, and I think the number we're shooting for is six. But, uh, you know, that's still storyboarding with the Fight Network and access communications here in Saskatchewan. We're working out those details, but it'll be a full show. There's no doubt about that. And that, that will, there will be replays as well, I'm guessing? Absolutely. Yeah, the Fight Network's fantastic. Our first show from a few months ago, they've been playing regularly since New Year's Eve on. And you can catch it on their on their play, um, but yeah, they'll they'll be airing it uh, regularly. That's awesome! I, I can't wait because I mean, as I said, I'm in British Columbia, so I'm not going to be able to make the trek out to Saskatchewan. But the fact that it's airing live on on Fight Network helps us out quite a bit over Canada. I mean, we, as you said, we've we've been stuck with tape delay for so many different events out here, or watching it online, which sometimes doesn't work out so well. Right. Now, this is a huge step for Prestige and for MMA in Canada. To have it live helps us with sponsors, helps us with fighters, helps us with recognition. Um, it's great for everybody involved from the Fight Network all the way down to the, to, to the cornerman. Everybody involved in this is going to benefit, and we're really excited to bring it to Canada. Will it be taped from the very first fight? Y- yes. So all the fights will be taped, and then the main card will be live. The rest of the cards will be taped, delayed, and shown a couple weeks later. Absolutely. Nice. That's perfect. Now, Prestige FC2, as we said, goes down March 12th. What's the plan for the rest of the year? I, I know you said you wanted to do maybe a handful, four to five events a year. I, is that still the case as well? Yeah. So 2016, uh, we're hoping a total of three shows. Uh, this one and two more in 2016. And then going into early 2017, another quick show. So basically, our goal would be to do four shows in 12 to 14 months. That's kind of what the goal is. Um, we have some big things coming up in announcement wise that'll help that. We want, we're not ready for that yet, but we'll be making some big announcements towards getting to that point in the next coming weeks and months. Um, but yeah, we're, we're hoping to do a regular show four times a year from Saskatchewan and make sure we make Regina and Saskatchewan, the Mecca of MMA in Canada moving forward. So you said four shows and you're, you've got a three-year growth plan. Obviously, you just said making Saskatchewan the mecca of MMA in Canada. That means you're not going to be trekking outside of Saskatchewan at all. No, we have no plans for that whatsoever. It's impossible to do a show unless you're the UFC or Bellator outside your, your city you know, and make money. You can't name another promotion that's making successful money traveling to cities they've never been in before. 
you need the massive size to be able to do that and the massive money. And that's just not where, where it's at. Successful shows will stay home and build a good product where they are. And, and hopefully, God, you know, God willing, in three years, we're at that size where then we can take our show on the road. <laughs> For sure. Has co-promotion ever been something that you've thought of? How so? I mean, other Canadian promotions, maybe not necessarily in Regina, you guys teaming up with other promotions to put on super fights and whatnot? Uh, you know, it's always on the table. We haven't really reached that point yet. It, it's hard enough to make money with with us doing it, even though you bring in another partner and then you have to share the profits too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's tough right now. It, it makes sense down the road when you can have a champion from one league fight a champion from your league. It, it's a great, it's a big deal. I don't think we're there yet, but it's something we definitely look at. What can fans expect to see on the Fight Network March 12th? I mean, production value, whatnot. What, what can fans expect out of Prestige? Because it's the first time we're going to be able to see it live on TV. Our production value is fantastic. We know we use access, access communications here in town has a, a multi-million dollar uh, promotion truck that they use at Grey Cup and all the other big events, Super Bowl. That's the same truck we use. So it's a live feed. They're parked right outside. That coupled with putting it together with the Fight Network, who's done a million of these shows, it's going to be a good-looking product. There's no doubt about that. And you're going to see the best fights. Like, I don't know if you looked at the lineup, but from top to bottom, every single fight on this card is, is in my event, a main event, and a highlight reel. That is what I was going to ask you. I mean, you got... Obviously, the main event for the title, Kurt Southern, Nick Rhodes. But then you got this Canadian sort of slugfest that's been years in the making between Adam Lorenz and Curtis DeMars. That's one that Canadians got to be chomping at the bit for. Actually, not just Canadians. I mean, we're getting interest from all over the world on that fight. Everybody knows if you're in the know of MMA, that's the fight you want to see. <laughs> I'd say, like, don't not take anything away from our main event. And, and, and Kurt Southern is, is a beast, and so is uh, Nick Rhodes, the gentleman he's fighting. But if you want to talk about two fighters that hate each other, that want to get in a cage and put it all out there, and it is personal, not business, that's Curtis DeMar and Adam Lorenz. It's going to be the fight of the century for Canada, I'm sure. <laughs> you, you, it's awesome to hear you sound as excited as you do about that. Well, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I was happy that we were able to put that fight together. No kidding. Now, finally, I wanted to ask you, you know, we, we spoke about you bringing in fighters from all over the place. It's to cost you the same amount of money bringing in guys from one place to another place, different parts of the world and whatnot. As we said, in Prestige FC1, you brought in Mike Biggie Rhodes, former UFC fighter. Now, is the case going to be that you're going to be bringing in fighters for your stablemates to fight, or are you going to be bringing these guys in to become a part of Prestige and the Prestige FC roster? It, it's it's this simple. We're going to find the best talent we can get our hands on from around the world. If it's from Regina, great. If it's from Australia, great. There is no favorites of Canadian talent versus Saskatchewan talent versus U.S. talent. The best fighters possible. Now, that being said, we want to keep that Saskatchewan flavor on the card. And, and there are some, and Canadian flavor too. There, we have some of the best talent in the world in Saskatchewan and in Canada. If they want to fight for us and we can make the deal happen, we obviously want them first. But we're going to find the best that we can from anywhere in the world that we can and make a name for the company. I know something else you said was, Kurt Southern, this is a guy that you probably won't have your hands on for much longer. Is, is, do you guys have a UFC out clause? Like if, if, they, if they come after him, or are you going to be holding on to his contract until he's done? No, absolutely. We talked with Kurt. We've signed a couple other fighters since Kurt. We've only signed two or three fighters so far. And the deal is this. We know we're not the UFC. 
you know, we are the WHL going to the NHL, if you want to put that in a reference. And we're not here to hold anyone back. Kurt's going to build his name with us as long as he can, help us out. We're going to help him out. If he gets the call to an organization such as Bellator, UFC, what have you, we are the first ones that are going to help him get there. Um, anyone that wants to compete with the UFC has to be uh, out of their mind. You know, we're a local promotion that's going to build guys up locally that we can. And if they can get to the next step, uh, God bless them. Now, fi- I know I said finally a couple questions ago, but this will be my last one. So March 12th is the next event, Queen City Coronation, Kurt Southern, Nick Rhodes in the main event. When can we expect to see the next prestige event? Huh, tough to say right now. We'll probably announce it at the event. Um, you know, I'm going to have to keep you in the dark on this one. We're, we're working on a bunch of things right now. We'll probably announce it at the event. Perfect. Just let people know where they can get a hold of yourself, Prestige FC, all the other goods, social media, uh, where fans can find uh, the organization uh, on the interweb, whatever. Just the floor is yours, man. Absolutely. Obviously, uh, Facebook is our big platform, Prestige Fight Club MMA, uh, PFC Prestige on Twitter. Uh, so Twitter and Facebook, we, we update every minute of the day, uh, dozens of updates. You can always catch us there. Ticket sales uh, at the Orr Center in Regina, reginatickets.ca. You can see your favorite fighter that's on the card and get tickets, or you can call us. The number's on the posters. The poster's on the, on the Facebook. We want to have this event sold out by the end of January, beginning of February, long before it starts. Um, that's what we want. And just stay tuned to everything. We're, we're everywhere. We're on TV, radio, podcasts. You know, we're, we are trying to flood the market with updates as much as we can, and we love having guys like you uh, appreciate that and have us on. Definitely, man, and I can't wait to have you on again, hopefully post-fight, uh, talking about the next card, because I'm super excited about this one, super excited to see that it airs live on, on the Fight Network and, and to see what things you guys are going to have in store for the rest of 2016. So, Cord, thanks a lot, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. That about does it for this episode of Sucker Radio. As always, I'd like to thank my sponsors. I set them off the hop. TrueNorthScreenprinting.ca If you're looking for t-shirts, um, hats, anything screen printed or embroidered or digitally printed, they've got you covered. ProAmBelts.com for all your championship belt needs, whether you want to wear it in the bedroom or, say, at the ice rink or if you're an MMA fighter in the cage. Check out ProAmBelts.com. True North, screen printing, as I said. Uh, Floathouse.ca for all your sensory deprivation tank needs. And on Twitter, check out Unique Kennels at UniqueKennel71 if you are interested in the most beautiful bulldogs around. These guys are buttes. Thank you to my listeners for listening to this fantastic podcast. Sorry about the hiatus, but we are back. And we are coming back strong next week as well. So check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash MMAsucka. Follow us on Twitter at MMAsucka. Follow myself on Twitter at JeremyBrand604. I may sound under the weather because I still am not feeling all that great, so I do apologize for that. But with that, I'm out. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. 
It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. Else.